Every spring, the Midwest Music Fest rolls into town bringing all sorts of talented musicians to the area from Minnesota, the surrounding states, and beyond. One man helps us to look back on the musicians that have graced these stages in the past through his artwork. That man is Jeff Morgan, and through his sketches, paintings, and photographs, you can relive the excitement of past performances. I sat down with Jeff at the Winona Public Library where his work is being shown through the month of May. Jeff talks about the joy of music and art and how they tie together. He also plays us a couple of his own tunes. I'm Bill Stoneberg with Jeff Morgan on Artbeat. From painting to photography, from beadwork to woodworking, KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University presents Artbeat. Artbeat highlights the work and accomplishments of local artists from in and around Winona. Support for Artbeat is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Jeff Morgan. He's an artist and a local art teacher and also a musician. Um, how are you doing tonight, Jeff? I'm doing great. Thanks. Appreciate it. For sure. Well, thank you for being on the show. Uh, we really appreciate it. Uh, now, you've got an exhibit here at the library. It's running through the end of May, and it's uh, centered around music and musicians, you know, uh, a lot of local people, a lot of regional people, uh, a lot of Midwest Music Fest stuff. Um, why music? What is it about music that uh, kind of inspires you to create? That's, that's a great question. When I was a little kid, uh, my dad drove a truck. He'd have the radio on, and I loved the tunes that he was playing, and sometimes he'd lean over and sing some things. And my mom had an old uh, 45 record player, and, you know, we got to hear all kinds of things from Alvin and the Chipmunks to Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer on that thing. But she also had a small collection of uh, country-western and things uh, like Ernest Tubb, I'd, I'd roll and I'd just wear those things out. And I figured if old E.T. can write something so corny, why not me? So I started writing tunes well before I could, you know, read and write myself. Oh, wow. Just kept them in my head a little bit, played with the, the words. And I realized, you know, you, you see people on Ed Sullivan, you'd see Elvis, or you'd see the Beatles, little, little tips of what is going on out there. I realized that there are a lot of creative things and exciting things happening in music, and that gets a little kid's attention. So yeah, I imitated them on cheap, you know, throwaway guitars, and uh, just had a lot of fun with it, yeah. Cool, that kind of leads me to my next question. I was wondering, uh, which came first for you, the music or the art? Probably the music, but the art was something I was always uh, thinking about, and mostly I was seeing. I was using my imagination in all kinds of ways, like kids do. Mm -hmm. They play. And I was using my imagination as soon as I'd wake up to see shapes in the ceiling, shapes in the paneling, and I'd see faces sometimes, not going crazy, just using my imagination and visualization skills to say, Wow, look at that there. And I started noticing things. And, and the more you 
apply those things to something you want to see in front of you in terms of art and practice. It takes a lot of practice for both. There's so many parallels between art and music. And as a musician, I haven't practiced enough, I'll tell you that. And I, I could say that about art as well. It's, it's hard to find the time as a teacher, but um, every little bit helps and everything adds to what you've known before. Right. So every little experience, even if it's just a sound that you wouldn't consider music, you, you say, where does that fit? Right. And can I use that? And, and things like that. Same with art. Mm -hmm. So it all uh, combines with what you learn, what you see. Uh, these books right here around us in the art room, they inspire me. I just pulled out a book about folk art in Poland. And, and that is interesting. The fixtures uh, of door handles and the ironwork and the clay sculptures they have in that book. I mean, all around us is great inspiration. And it's a, you know, and going back to that, uh, you know, the art or music thing, it's, they're both a continuous process too, aren't they? Kind of. Absolutely. And one thing I love about uh, the Music Fest, not only Midwest Music Fest, but a big turn, and uh, what they do at the uh, Great River Shakespeare Festival, the, the tent set up there in the summer. It's, it's just so wonderful to come across artists you weren't aware of and find out there's a connection. And I think we all connect with one another as musicians, whether it's your style. And, you know, my style is kind of broad, but um, a lot of times there's something that I wouldn't dare try to do. But it just snaps a chord with me. I just love it. And I love finding things that, wow, I didn't think of approaching something like that before. And aren't they gutsy? And look how they look. And, you know, there's so many things that just trip your trigger and say, wow, what is this? This is great. Right. So I love it. it. It kind of feeds me. I gain energy from it. And sometimes that inspires me to draw. Sometimes it just makes me want to photograph. Okay. But I, I borrow that energy and I, I put that to some kind of use other than just tapping my foot sometimes. So right. that's what you see around you. Right. So they both kind of inspire each other, it sounds like, right? Absolutely. I, I get excited by trying to draw something. It's a challenge. Mm -hmm. And I also get excited by trying to write something or perform in front of a group. And that's always a challenge, too. Um, but you always learn from it both ways. And I, I tell my students, you know, even if it doesn't work out to be a masterpiece, you're going to learn from it and become a better artist, musician, performer, whatever you want to be. So just by getting out there and, and, you know, taking a little risk and trying something, right. you're going to gain from it. So Right, right. And, you know, speaking of students and stuff, like in your teaching, does your teaching ever kind of inform your art or vice versa? You know, does the, you know, do your students ever inspire you and stuff like that? I'd say absolutely so. And, you know, I, I, it brings up another point of something I'd like to try. I, for a long time, have approached drawing from a pretty technical point of view. And um, I do like folk art, and I do like that look. But I especially admire children's art. Right now, I, I teach K through fourth grade. And a lot of times, they'll do a drawing, which I couldn't do if I, if I tried, you know? But they're so uh, direct about it. They're always honest. There's no pretense. And it's just the way they see the world. So it's not about getting any notoriety. 
they're just sharing something. And they give me gifts sometimes that are artwork. And sometimes they just give me the gift of trying their best. That's the best gift there is in the classroom, you know, when they're really into it. There's nothing better. And so, yeah, they inspire me. Someday I'd like to try and do things that are more childlike. Mm -hmm. And in some ways, some of this is like that. This is play for me. This isn't serious art. These are studies. Sometimes it's tongue-in-cheek. There's a little humor in some of these drawings. So I wouldn't call them caricatures, but I'm looking at some of the things that make musicians unique. And sometimes those things are somewhat humorous, you know. And so I, I, don't, I mean it with the most respect. I don't um, suggest that I'm making fun of them. That would be the wrong reading. But I'm, I'm trying to make fun with them okay. if I can sure. and, and enjoy, you know, what, what makes us all unique and, and uh, wonderful. Yeah. Cool, cool. Well, you know, that also brings me to another th- point that I was going to make is uh, y- it seems like you don't just, like, portray the performers, but you portray the performance you know you can kind of see the energy and the music in the air is that something that you kind of consciously go after does that just kind of happen in the moment or no that's absolutely true um it's the setting it's the gear as a musician you end up liking gear so everything like the monitors or the foot pedals i sometimes take pictures just of the foot pedals because i'm so curious what are they doing and and how are they setting up to get that sound? Or are they kind of bare bones in it? Or are they just really going out of their way to be synthetic and have this odd sound that's totally different from what they really sound like if you talk to them? Okay. So there's, there's so many variations. And um, again, the setting sometimes gives me a little inspiration and I find humor in it. And sometimes I, I find that it's you know, just almost cliche that it's so dark and goth-like or sometimes it's so folky, you know, and, and you, you almost want to talk different because, it, you know, it, it makes you start to think, well, where are you, where are you from? Are, are you from down south, you know? You, you look like you must be from out in the woods. But, of course, they're just wonderful people and they have a certain look and that's what they want to present. So I let it entertain me and I also hope to celebrate that right. I think it's a great thing Yeah, yeah I as an art teacher I want people to express themselves mm-hmm. so I'm encouraging that through my art right right and you know and that's funny I was thinking because you know we spoke before and you had talked about uh, some of your former students are now musicians that you've drawn and photographed um, do you you know, how does that feel to see them kind of come into their own art form? And, you know, do you feel like you maybe help them out a little bit, inspiring them? Or I'm sure that's true. I don't know how much credit I can take because I have just a little bit of time with them, you know, as they're developing. But um, I, I would say it's more the other way that as I see them out in the world, no matter what my students are doing, they they reinforce something within me that makes me a better teacher and and helps me remember to connect with people in a positive way if I can and and try and make the most of the, the moment because uh, you know life is short and I I really admire what my former students uh, are doing and can do and I admire the youth I have a lot of faith in the youth of today. And it, it's if I didn't have that kind of faith, I'd I'd be kind of glum about our possibilities and the possibilities of our Earth. But 
but I have faith in, in young people, and I think, you know, we might be okay. I'm not sure, but we might, <laughs> thanks to them. Right. Not right. thanks to us. Right. We've kind of messed things up, but yeah. I'm hopeful that they can straighten out some of the kinks we've put in things. Right. Well, let's hope so. <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Um, you know, you're being, your images are centered around live music a lot, and you're, uh, there's a lot of motion, uh, stuff like that. What's your? Are you drawing and sketching as they're playing, or do you take photographs and do it later? How how does that work? That's a great question about process. I try to be there and try to enjoy it, and sometimes I'm bouncing along to the music as I'm drawing. So I I do best, I think, when I'm drawing energy from the actual performance. Now there are times when I'll take pictures. And I'll just have a, a pretty good sketch down and have a sense of what I want from that picture. Okay. But it'll start raining or something will get in the way. Uh, even somebody coming up to look over my shoulder and talk to me because I'm generally kind of shy and on a person-to-person basis. Um, but but I'll, I'll work with that later and hopefully the next morning or later that night. Uh, to keep it fresh, to keep it fresh in my memory and get down what I'm interested in. So I'd say 90% of the drawings here were done on site. And maybe 10% were done, um, well, at least partly based on photographs. For the most part, though, they were all started on site. And even by taking a photograph and framing it, even if I worked entirely from that, I'd be choosing a particular view right. and a particular look and light right. of that expression. E- even the expressions that the performers have in the photographs, I'm very selective about what I show and what I take right. pictures of. And I, of course, I delete a whole bunch, but <laughs> like anybody, yeah. you know, um, what you see here in this show, there's a few, uh, like Courtney of the ultrasounds there. I just captured Courtney over there. Mm-hmm. It's her. And, and beautiful. Just gorgeous. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. It's a and, pleasure. And she's one of your former students, right? Um, actually, I could say yes, but she was in my classroom as a, a student-teacher-like thing. Okay. Just, just a practicum, short kind of visit thing. Okay. So she didn't ultimately end up being my student-teacher, but she was there for that purpose as a college student. Oh, cool. But in the ultrasounds, Todd was a student of mine. Nice. So the non-girl of uh-huh. uh, the ultrasounds was, was a student of mine when he was in Winona Senior High School. And he was a pistol back then, and he's still a pistol now. He's funny and fun to be around and fun to talk to and pretty good guy. Right. Yeah. I want to hit on your process a little bit more because, you know, that kind of... uh, kind of amazes me the way you go about it uh does is it hard to capture you know when they're moving around and and jumping around doing stuff is it hard to capture that motion or you know does that just come natural for you um well it's hard to capture because they do move but um i i have to choose something so i don't get to show them moving (laughs) i'm a still photographer and and a still artist so i just have to choose something and uh, I, I try and frame it so that I, the microphone is sometimes covering their face a little bit, but I try and show the better part of their character. Right. So, yeah, it, it's, it's the process for me. For some reason, I have to draw the guitar first. Really? Because it shows the angle. I, I, I like guitars uh-huh. to begin with. Sure. Okay. Um, they're almost 
more important than the face to me, <laughs> capturing that right if I can't. If I mess up the guitar, I might have to turn the page and start over. True musician, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I like gear. But um, then I'll, I'll get their body and their posture and try. And I'm, I'm not great at drawing people. So that's part of the challenge for me. I don't think I'm that good at drawing people. I try and capture expressions. I try and capture light. Some of these are in really dark settings. Some of these, I can't hardly see the paper I'm drawing on. So that's another reason to do a little work later, you know, after I have watercolors in front of me and something else. So I try and get down a line drawing that I really think, okay, there's something there. And I might go back and rework it a bit. But for the most part, I, I try and capture as much as I can. And a few of these, I've even just done the watercolor on site. Like, I think over my shoulder, the Mike Munson, I think that one, the larger one there, was pretty much all done right there in the grass. Yeah, in in the kind of open area of uh, Winona State. So, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing to me that you can do that. Well, thanks. I, I've been doing it for a while. There, there's a point where sometimes you end up being more of an attraction than the performers. Oh, really? That happened to me one a long time ago, 30 years ago at a Shriners Circus. I had more people watching me for a little while than was watching the circus as I was doing drawing after drawing and laying them out. And that was a little embarrassing. I didn't want the clowns to get angry at me. So I, I, I kind of moved on after a little bit and said, thanks, folks, but look at that, you know. Right. <laughs> Got back to just moving around. you got to move sometimes, you know. Right. You don't want to make the clowns angry, that's no, for sure. No, no. You don't know what they'll throw at you. Yeah, that's I mean, right. There, there's things that you don't want thrown at you from the circus. <laughs> Pies, balloons, and who knows what else. Who knows right? what. I don't want to get there. <laughs> You know, I was also wondering, do you ever get uh, feedback from the musicians that you portray? You know, like what kind of, uh, what do they say about it? Well, yeah, I often share, almost always share what I've been drawing on Facebook because it's just one of those things that you can share. And I don't feel too precious about anything that I've done. Uh, the prices that I put prices on these because, frankly, I need the space to make more art. So I'm hoping some will go somewhere. But, um, you know, everything's well under $100. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I share things. Sometimes I've given uh, drawings to, like Joe Price, to some of the ultrasounds. I've, I've given them nice. little drawings. So I don't have all the art that I've made here. Uh-huh. I've given maybe 10, 12 away. Um, but, yeah, they'll, they'll usually share. And then a friend of mine will share and share with the band and sometimes they'll respond back and that's cool and and sometimes I can tell maybe they didn't like their likeness <laughs> too much maybe no comment you know which is fine you know um, I, I, I can understand both points of view so you know it's all good as far as I'm concerned right well art is subjective right oh absolutely and and you know there's some of these where um, I don't think they're particularly well drawn, but a few of them, I think, well, that was pretty good capture. That wasn't too bad. And uh, some of them I like personally. Some of them, I think, oh, I, I overdid that a bit, or that's a little too dark there. I always see things from a critical point of view. You, you say, how can you improve on something? And uh, you know, once something's printed, you can't do too much. You don't. You have a limited. 
uh, ability to change something as a photographer. I don't okay. do darkroom work myself. Okay. So yeah, you can do some post editing, right. but for the most part, you get what you frame yep. and it's there. And I don't like to manipulate things too much. But um, for the drawings, I, I try and learn from them and try and say, oh, that one is all right, and this one, you, you could work on doing a few less of those. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice to have a little bit of a selection to show a range. And right. I like art to have, you know, different things for different people mm -hmm. so they can connect with it, you know, if, if possible. If they like music at all, they might see something within the show that they connect with and like. I'm hoping. Right, right. I think they will. I think they will. I think they're really cool. I think it's really neat. Like I said, I, you know, you can kind of feel the energy and the motion and, you know, the kind of the music that's going on in the, in the shot, so... Yeah, there's, there's certain ones where I almost sense a smokiness or, you know, how furniture picks up certain smells and so on. I, I can almost take myself there um, to, with some of the pictures. And, uh, you know, that's, that's nice. It, it takes me back to those moments, you know, and uh, I like that. I like that connection. I'm, you know, I'm just curious. Do you ever get musicians that don't want to be, like, drawn or photographed or...? Most musicians like the attention, right. I find. Okay. Um, I, I try and be sensitive, because I'm tall, I try mm -hmm. and be real sensitive not just to the musicians up there, but the audience. Oh. And there was one time at Ed's, I was taking a few pictures, maybe three or four, and I sensed that the sound person was a little annoyed at me because I was standing kind of in his line of sight. You don't want to stand in the sound person's right. line of sight. Right. So I sensed it. I moved out of the way before he could tap me on the shoulder. And, mm -hmm. you know, it, I totally respect that. Yeah. I, and not just for the sound people, but any audience person. So I don't overstay my welcome when I go close. Okay. I kind of prefer to be back from the stage anyway because mm -hmm. it's better sound. Yep. And like I say, I, I prefer to kind of melt in. And if I can, I'd be sitting as I'm drawing. Sure. I, I've never tried to stand and draw. I, I don't think that would work so well. Right. So I like to have a little spot to the side if possible and just, just even a small table space. And, you know, usually I'm working within a small area. But, yeah, I, I try and take a couple pictures as backup. And, mm -hmm. and then I just make a quick go of it. Usually I'll do a quick sketch to warm up. To, to remind, just like I did here, you know, getting my fingers moving to play yeah. tonight. Same thing with drawing. I just try and remind myself that you're looking at shapes, right. you're looking at light and color and, and things like that. You're not really trying to capture the exact likeness. And right. I, I let myself off the hook if it doesn't look right right away. I just say, what can I do with this? And uh -huh. kind of talk to myself through it, you know. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I, you know, I'm fascinated by the whole process of this. I think it's really well, neat. It. I think it's, oh, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's amazing what people can do when they try. You know, if, if, if you ever just get out somewhere and, and look at something and it caps, captures your eye, uh -huh. even if you can't do it on the spot, just make a little rendition and see what you think in the process. Okay. It, you might surprise yourself what you can capture and, you know, just like my students, aside from me, I give them little tips and I'll say, use your imagination and, and see what you think you, what does this shape look like? Okay. 
like the, the, the lines and shapes between horses' legs or animals' legs, those negative spaces, what do those remind you of? And you tell your brain that that's what I should draw. And it's not so hard. Once, once you start to break up shapes like the uh, shapes within the ironwork and say that reminds me of something, you're already there. Okay. It's just putting pencil to paper and, and seeing what you get. Wow. That, who knows? I might try that sometime. <laughs> Give it a go. That's how I started, seeing shapes and paddling in the uh-huh. ceiling, you know, plaster. And, and little by little, I tried things. And, and that's how you get from one place to another. Try it. You might find, well, that's not for you, but maybe photography is, printmaking. There's, there's a way you could make something visual if you wanted to. The question is, what do we want to go out and do and, right, you know, right. really invest ourselves in? So Cool. Yeah. Well, that's inspiring. Thank cool. you. I like that. Have at it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and Winona itself is kind of rich. The whole area is kind of rich in arts and culture and stuff like that. Um, what is it about Winona, do you think, that uh, allows for that, that encourages that? Well, you're asking a, a teacher who's, who's just seen cuts to elementary oh, no. programs of art and music. Uh-huh. And uh, I think that it's, it's a whole uh, community view. I don't think it's any one thing. I mean, I certainly want to give credit to Sam Brown. Mm-hmm. And uh, Alex Stevens has brought a lot of music to this area. I want to give credit to the universities that have brought, you know, venues for things like uh, Great River Shakespeare Festival. And and I want to give credit to Frozen River Film Festival and all the great things that happen in Winona. There's 20 different wonderful things that happen here. And the individual artists, it takes a community and it takes a foundation. And we, we need to remember that young people need that foundation to grow up to appreciate things and have a really rich life. So it's not just about what you earn. It's not just about what you do for a living. It's about can you have a rich life and can you enjoy that life and share it with others. And I think we have that in Winona. And I think it's very special. And I think we could lose it if we don't take care of it. But it's, it's more worthwhile than just about anything. And look at what a wonderful thing we have here. Yeah. So, especially uh, the 10th annual yeah. Midwest yes. Music Fest. <laughs> wow, bless your heart, Sam Brown, for starting that. Yeah. What a wonderful thing. Yeah. I, I hope everybody gets out and enjoys that because I'll be whooping it up, losing my voice, and uh, truly enjoying it. I just know I will. Cool. Well, um, are you going to be out drawing some uh, people this weekend during the festival? <laughs> Yeah, if I can. I'll definitely be taking pictures. Um, But, you know, sometimes the festival gets a little crowded. Sometimes, again, I I get a little too much attention. I I don't want to feel like a performing monkey doing it. But at the same time, yeah, if I can find the way to do it and I get inspired, I I won't be able to help myself. I'll have to get out the stuff out of the little bag I carry and, and start making scratches on paper. Yeah, I look forward to it. Cool. So do you carry around like some uh, sketching materials all the time or? I don't have any with me now. Okay. Um, but yeah, generally when I know I'm going out to hear music uh-huh. or even a lot of times uh, if I'm just going to a particular place that's of interest, I'll have at least, a, you know, a small portfolio, different kind of papers packed, different 
pencil media, charcoal pencil, um, sometimes watercolor pencils, just add the water, you know, after you make the marks on, just for a little color, sometimes oil pastels. I'll, I'll try and have a variety of media and papers, nice. and uh, that way I, I just kind of go with the flow of what inspires me and what I have, and I like to mix it up, as you can see around you, it's not all the same, so, right. Right. so it, it, it uh, keeps it interesting for me to try a few different things. And sometimes I'll get on a little series, like for a while I was using charcoal pencil and then adding gouache afterwards. Okay. Um, and that was working. And then I switched over to just drawing a lot more dark pencil work or a variety of things. Right, right. So, Well, you got to have that variety, right? I mean, oh, keep it alive, keep it fresh. Absolutely. Keeping it fresh. And, and uh, for me, it's part of the growth. And uh, most artists, they... they do something for a while, and then they say, well, it's time to try something else. Mm -hmm. So for most artists, and even as a teacher, I try and keep all the lessons fresh for me. And think about it, if they're not fresh for me as a teacher, how can I make it that for my students? Yeah. So I go with things that inspire me, and uh, I also try to translate that in a way that it can inspire the kids. And uh, I do the same with art and things I want to see and the books I love to look through. And mm -hmm. so, yeah, keep it fresh and keep growing. Right. You got to, yeah. right? Yeah, that's key, isn't it? <laughs> if we don't, what's going to happen? You know. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, right. And, you know, I kind of wanted to ask you, too, um, do you think that, like, being a musician, does that help in your drawings at all? I mean, you know, you mentioned the gear a lot and, you know, being inspired by stuff like that is, do you think being a musician yourself helps you to capture other musicians? Well, it, it certainly kind of informs my drawing. Okay. And I, I'd say the fact that I know a little bit about what the musicians are going through mm -hmm. and I, I know a little bit about, you know, if they get a little feedback, I know where that comes from. I know exactly, um, what they're thinking when they're thinking about their set lists because I've prepared set lists and things like that and dynamics and change of instruments. It's all really related to visual art and how you present yourself. And uh, so I, I have a little bit of insight, but I won't pretend to know everything about every style or uh, approach because there are a few mus musicians out there that I, I don't consider myself a technical musician at all. I, I'm more kind of what inspires me. And a lot of the things like on that cigar box guitar, I couldn't tell you what notes I'm playing. Okay. I figured out a tune nice. to play on that. And, and uh, I'm just flying through and finding my way in the dark, basically. Cool. But, and, and there are quite a few musicians that approach things that way. Mm -hmm. But there are also technical musicians that would say, well, that's a G 13th, you know. <laughs> You know, or that's a diminished chord on the eighth fret. I, I won't know what they're talking about, but they can describe it in such a way, you know, that I'll say, okay, sure it is. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm going to let that go. I'll buy that. So, yeah, for me, it's, it's, it's about the emotion, what you're trying to convey, the message you're giving. Sometimes it's totally separate from words and music. Sometimes your words are saying one thing and your music is saying something totally different. So the combination is, is interesting to me and uh, how people deliver it 
and whether they're excited to be there or a little grumpy or you know they they haven't eaten or whatever it is <laughs> it all adds up to what they present yeah yeah and you capture it well so i think it's really neat thank you um so you know, your artwork is, like we've said, it's going to be on display here through the month of May here, right? Actually, um, it, it's extended longer than that because oh, cool. the public library doesn't have anything uh, following it immediately. Okay. So I've suggested I'll take it down somewhere around the middle of June. Oh, yeah. Nice. And, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll take it from there. If somebody uh, has an idea for a show, I'll be happy to take it down sooner than that. <laughs> but... It would make it easier on me since I counted them. There are 82 things in this room. Wow. Yeah. And I have two other boxes that I didn't put up of things. I I think I framed over 100 things. But, um, yeah, it it takes a while to pack those things up so they're not scratched the glass and so on and and try and get them safely somewhere, wherever they're going, you know. (laughs) Sure. And we'll take the next bunch after that and see what happens. Okay, cool. So if anyone's interested in uh, Jeff Morgan's art, it's down at the Public Library here for uh, through, through May and into June. So um, come down and check it out. It's really great stuff. Um, is there any way people can see it online or anything like that? Or do you have a website or, you know, anything? Well, that would be good. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not that much of a commercial artist. I, I call myself an artist teacher and uh, emphasis on the teacher part because it, as a public school teacher, you have to pour so many more hours into what you do than, than being at school. So um, I haven't developed a website yet. That would be something great for the future, but I haven't done it yet. So um, maybe down the road. Okay. Yeah. Okay, well, well, we'll look out Thanks for it for the then. Inspiration. Yeah, yeah definitely. <laughs> but I do have cards here. Somebody okay. can certainly contact me if they find anything of interest, okay. it, even if it's just to ask a question. I, I'd be happy to answer questions about something, or um, if they want any tips or, or thoughts about how to approach something art wise. I don't ha- begin to have all the answers, but sometimes I can get people thinking okay. and set them on a path sure. to. Hopefully, will help. <laughs> Great, fantastic. Well, um, so like I said, if anyone's interested, uh, if you see anything you're interested in, Jeff's got cards down here at the Winona Public Library. Contact him. Um, and uh, like I said, we've been talking to Jeff Morgan. He's a local art teacher, an artist, and a musician. And uh, his artwork's being shown at the Winona Public Library. So, uh, thanks so much for being on the show today. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thank you.
birds return to spread sonnets of the spring, sonnets of the spring, sonnets of the spring. Can you now return the promises I bring? Thanks again to Jeff Morgan for joining us today on Artbeat. Jeff's artwork is on display at the Winona Public Library through the month of May 2019. To stream today's show or any other episode of Artbeat, go to kqal.org and look for program archives under the Media tab. I'm Bill Stoneberg, and I've been talking to Jeff Morgan on Artbeat. Artbeat is written and produced by KQAL-FM on the campus of Winona State University. Visit us on the web at kqal.org. Is art an important part of your life? Tune into Artbeat, Tuesdays at 12.30, right here on 89.5 KQAL. Artbeat is made possible by a grant from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund.